Hello and welcome to Write, Speak, Play with host Nancy Arvizu. One of the podcasts I listen to is Claim the Stage, which is a sister speakerhood podcast hosted by the founder and CEO of Sister Speakerhood, Angela Lucier. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It is a great podcast to listen to for women who are currently in public speaking or thinking about doing public speaking um, since it was something, since it is something that I want to do and was planning on beginning to do at the beginning of 2020, um, I had started listening to this podcast. But as things changed uh, and Zoom started happening and other people came into my life, I had stopped listening to podcasts. And right now I am immersed in reading 200 books in a year. So I do a lot of that by listening to audiobooks which has been fascinating and life-changing. I'm only about 15 books into it, I think, as right now. So that started at the end of April. And um, I, about a week ago, I found myself between books and thought I'm going to catch up on some podcasts. And I happened upon um, the episode of Angela talking about us what we're doing for, um, how, how COVID has affected us, the things that we're experiencing during COVID. Uh, have we discovered something new about ourselves? Have we taken on new challenges? Um, so it was fun to catch up on that. And then another episode that she talks about, what are you tired of apologizing for? Or what do you find yourself apologizing for? So, on those two episodes, I realized a couple of things about myself during COVID, um, both good and bad things. But then I also realized that there's a lot of things I'm apologizing for. So I wanted to respond to both of those podcasts that Angela had posted, but her deadline for doing so had passed by the time I listened to the podcast. So I decided to use my own podcast to answer her questions. Uh, The first one being, what have you done through COVID? How has it affected you? And the second one being, what are you tired of apologizing for? So the first question of how has COVID, what have you been doing during COVID? So when all this started... um, I had been already on a quest to lose weight. I'd had a couple of ups and downs, but I had recently gotten very close to my goal weight, and I thought, I'm going to get to my goal weight. And so I did that, and then um, I have a Peloton. So if you want to know how much I love my Peloton, I'll leave you links in the show notes because I love my Peloton. And I hit my goal weight and realized that, okay, now I could start maybe building muscle and really changing, you know, my fitness level, getting to another fitness level. So that's what I started doing. And I 
I'm still at my goal weight. Uh, been maintaining that, fluctuating around it like it's a normal weight for me to be at um, since probably the end of May. And now it is September and I am starting to see like muscle definition, um, building of muscle in like my thighs and my arms. I'm starting to get abs and I'm using the bike and the app more uh, regularly. I got very, I've gotten very consistent about it. I do it almost daily. Um, the, I use the meditation part of the app daily as part of my, the six habits, um, which is, uh, part of the reading 200 books in a year, um, challenge. Then, um, but I'm strength training and I'm doing yoga and I'm stretching a lot more plus using the bike. And I just hit a 5,000 minute mark. I got my new badge in the app that says I've exercised 5,000 minutes so far this year. And um, I'm pretty proud of myself. I mean, I'm wearing a size jean that I don't think I wore since about seventh grade, which is kind of funny because the style right now is almost the same. Um, but I don't think they meant it to be that way. I was just tall and everything was short. So I can't wait for jeans to be a normal length and I could have a normal pair of jeans because I would love to have a pair of jeans even made to fit this new body of mine that I've worked so hard for. So that's one thing I've done and I'm very proud of that but um, still have a ways to go. Now, um, you know, just going to keep at it. But the other thing that I did was uh, one of my horses had skin cancer. And he's had it for a long time. And I've kind of half-assed his treatment um, because it wasn't going to be deadly, but it was just going to be annoying. And it was in an awful spot on his body that made it even worse to treat. But I decided at the beginning of everybody having to have their routines disrupted, I would also commit to putting um, medication on his cancer spot. And it was a skin, skin cancer spot, so I chose to use uh, Rick Simpson oil, which is a full-spectrum marijuana oil, to treat it. Um, we'd gone the route. We'd, he, he, we'd had it frozen twice. Uh, the first time seemed to shrink it. The second time seemed to enlarge it. I'd used a topical um, ointment that really kind of inflamed it and irritated it more. Um, so we quit using that a long time ago. But for this, I used uh, a Rick Simpson oil, full-spectrum marijuana oil, which is basically a uh, sunflower infused or marijuana infused sunflower oil. Um, and I used it every day on it. Uh, didn't take much, but starting about the middle of March and it was gone by the actual scabbing and oozing part down to new pink skin was gone by about the beginning of June and um, by the end of June, it's just pink skin. There was scar tissue underneath that you could feel, but I kept using it, and it's softer now and gone. Um, 
So that's, you know, been healed by using that oil consistently. It's amazing what consistency does. So those are two things that I did personally. And then professionally, I've worked very hard to connect with new people who are doing what I want to be doing. And I feel more confident in what I'm doing, knowing I have not only their support, but their... um, you know, their game plan, they've shared with me how they do what they do. So, and they're doing it well. So, you know, do it. So here I am doing it. So this is my response to Angela's question of how has COVID been affecting you? And what have you done during this time? And that's what I've done is, uh, worked on myself, gotten committed to taking care of not just myself, but my pony. And, uh, also focusing on where I want to position myself for what's next, which is to write more and speak more and play more. Uh, write my story, speak my truth, and play my game. And uh, played had played golf last night with my women on course group. Uh, did not play very well, but I was with a group that did play well, thankfully, because it was a scramble. Had a great time anyways. So love my game of golf, but that's my answer. And uh, thank you for listening. Hi, this is Nancy. And thanks for listening to Write, Speak, Play, a podcast started because my words are all I have. This part of my journey started with an ending In the beginning of 2019, I lost a dear friend to epilepsy. In her memory, I created the Journey Journal to encourage everyone everywhere to write their story today because today is Sunday. A portion of the proceeds of the sales from the journals is donated to the Danny Did Foundation and the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation, both who provide technology and specially trained dogs to people living with epilepsy. To learn more about the Journey Journal, please visit my website at nancywrites.com, and there's links in the show notes. A question that Angela Lasser asks on her podcast, Claim the Stage, uh, is, what are you tired of apologizing for? And by the time I heard the question and her call to action was to record what we're tired of apologizing for and send it to her, um, her deadline had passed. But I still think it's a great question and um, I'm looking forward to the answers that the people who did make the deadline gave. But I also wanted to answer mine, um, answer, you know, give my answer too. So my answer to that is, I am tired of apologizing for my anger. Um, What I'm experiencing, what I've been experiencing the last couple of years, is an accumulation of a lifetime of just bullshit that I know I have to work through, and I'm getting there. But as I try to explain it to people who are in my circle, 
um, I'm, I've been told that I have to tone down my anger, especially if I want to keep sharing my story because people are so turned off by anger, but much more so a woman's anger, especially when that anger is, it makes it not, you know, a woman's anger makes people so uncomfortable. And then given the subject matter of what I want to discuss, I can't, I've been told I can't go in with an anger attitude because I won't get my message across. And I get that. Um, I know when I listen to people, I've been very aware of how people present themselves now when they're speaking, especially during this political climate, of being angry and yelling and the spitting mad type of thing. And, and And that's where I was. I was spitting mad. And I can still get that way. But now it's been a couple of years to get me here where I can actually talk about it without even getting emotion, super emotional. I still get emotional. And I know that's a part of me that I shouldn't have to apologize for because that is who I am. Um, I know I have a message to share and I know I want to deliver it in a way that people will be open to receiving it. So I know I wouldn't want this kind of message shoved down my throat by someone screaming at me. So it's been just a process of figuring out what triggers me to be angry. How do I react to it? How do I respond? How do I process it? Um, And how do I stop letting it happen to me? but then that's, I want to tell you, that's another trigger thing because I believe it's our language is our problem. That because we're unable to communicate, because we're unable, because we've been taught to not use certain words, to not be a certain way, other people get to go be a certain way, which causes us to have to keep more secrets, which causes more anger. And so it's a been a it's been a big bubble to burst in my own life. Um and it's been a big kind of I have to call it like a science experiment in observation of watching it happen to people around me, um, you know, environments and communities around me where we all just kind of wanna change our language either to to offend or to not offend. And there seems to be no common ground of dealing with the tough stuff in a civilized manner. We just want to scream or we just want to hide. It's very weird. And I don't want to be a part of the problem anymore. I want to be part of the solution. And I know in order to do that, I have to get control of my anger and use it as fuel for the fire to propel me forward so that I can continue to work at writing my story and speaking my truth and playing my game because that's what it's all about. So yeah, I'm tired of apologizing for my anger and 
it's not that I don't want to be angry anymore. I realize my the anger comes. This is just part of the package. Um, you know, part of what I signed up for that I get to work through and figure out and report back. Um, but I want to use it for good. I want to use it for good. So I don't want to apologize for it. I want to be grateful for it. Because it is a part of me. It's who I am. And it's why I have this mission. So thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Write, Speak, Play. Find Write, Speak, Play on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to be notified of new episodes. Visit me, your host, Nancy Arvizu, at www.nancyarvizu.com for links to books, blogs, social media, speaking engagements, and guest information.